Hello everyone, it's Matt from Medical Education and today I've got Dr Chen with me from uh, Psychiatry and we're going to talk a little bit about conflict management. Good morning Dr Chen. Hi, good morning Matt. Uh, perhaps you can start by telling us what is conflict? Well, there's a lot of different definitions of conflict but if we look at conflict in terms of its anatomy, it's actually quite simple. It usually involves two or more parties with divergent goals. They both want different things. And that's how a conflict starts. And that's what makes it quite interesting because in people's mind, conflict usually involves heated argument, fights, or something that's really aggressive or escalated. But it does not have to be. It may involve something very passive-aggressive. It might involve one of the parties backing down really quickly. Uh, and we often fail to recognize that it is a conflict. But if you meet the criteria, you have two or more parties with divergent goals, I would say that's a conflict. All right. Uh, perhaps today you can give us some tips about how do we get our own way or what's, what's the best way of, of managing the conflict? I think, Matt, that's very interesting. Um, I think it is important to recognize that we may not get our own way every time. <laughs> so, um, but I do have three tips or thinking points for people. So I would say that the first thinking point is um, what do I want? And number two, can you think in other people's shoes? And number three, is it an opportunity or danger? Well, number one, what do what what do I want? So that is the most important one of the most important thing in conflict is you got to think for yourself. What do you want to get out of this exchange? What is your aim? Because a lot of people get into the conflict and get taken over by their ego. Um, I want to be seen as the winner. And if you go into a conflict with that mindset, you're probably in for a very bad time because um, you, you would think that, you know, um, I have to win a conflict when it, essentially you may not win the conflict, but you have to be very clear and engaged in your logical brain and think about what do you want out of this? What is the aim? Is it your patient safety? Is it because um, it is the right thing to do? Or is it because this is the, um, the best thing for everyone? So think about what, what do you want? And also think about the um, cost and benefit. Is it worthwhile engaging in this conflict given what you want? Or is it time to back out of it? So that's probably the first point I could, I could raise. All right. Uh, that's interesting that there's sometimes and there perhaps is always a cost to having a conflict. There is always a cost. So when you try to get someone to do something you want, you are paying something, what, we, what I would call um, a currency of rapport or engagement. So if you do not have a relationship with that person, it is very difficult to, um, to, to get the other party to do what you want. Um, and we, we find that with our patients as well. So if you have a good relationship with your patient, they trust you, they believe in you, they are more likely to take the medication you want them to take. Right. Um, and, and often, do, uh, do you have enough of that currency, that engagement, to enable the other party to do what you want? And that is the cost. Okay. All right. Uh, what's your second tip? All right. My second tip was to think in other people's shoes. Uh, often we get so caught up in conflict that we think, oh gosh, um, I want to get what I want. And we often fail to empathize with the other party. And often it might be another staff on the ward, it could be an allied health professional, it could be a nursing staff, it could be another doctor. 
But often conflict arise not just because you have different goals, but also because um, the other party is uh, locked in this um, fear, uh, emotional state where they're anxious and panicking. Um, you have to think in their shoes and think, what are they trying to get out of it? Are they also fighting for patient's um, safety? Or do they have, um, are they fighting for um, the, to lower the cost for the hospital? But either way, I don't think anyone sets out to want to go into an argument. Um, it might be a lot of people's default stand to want to go into an argument, but I think that um, often it is um, a, with pure intentions they go into a conflict trying to get into their aim. So if you can understand why they want what they want and their emotional state, it would be easier to empathize and you could um, in one way de-escalate yourself um, I, maybe I can give an example, right? So maybe a nurse might call you and say that, oh, this patient absolutely needs a, a PRM medication to settle him or her down when they're in delirium. When in actual fact, you know from your medical training, the more you medications you give them, the more likely they're going to be confused, especially the sedative ones. But if you start thinking in terms of a nurse's point of view, they might be trying to uh, 10 to 4 patients at one time and this one patient is taking up like 90% of their time Is it because they are trying to get some help from you? Is it because they are trying to get some support? And in that case, maybe you can think about um, providing that support in terms of um, calming the nursing staff down rather than giving the PRM medication um, So the nurse might be getting what they want uh, without you having to let go of your your, your main goal uh, as to limit your prescribing, so to limit the harm for your patient, for example. Right, so I guess in that um, case, acknowledging the other person's perspective could be an important first step. Yes, it, it is absolutely important because I don't think you can um, resolve or manage any conflict effectively if you do not know what the other party is coming up uh, or coming from. Right, okay. And I know you've got one final tip for us. Oh, yeah. The final tip is the, the most important. So I think um, we, we often think about um, it's about opportunity or danger. We often think about conflict management as a danger thing because you have to manage it or it goes, you know, escalated into a catastrophe. When in actual fact, uh, most conflicts are opportunities. I'm not saying that all conflicts are opportunities there are just some conflicts you can't resolve you just have to walk away um, but but if you manage to see a conflict as an opportunity you're more likely to tackle it in a way that you want a win-win situation and if you manage to resolve that conflict in a win-win situation you often can set the precedence so the next time you deal with that same individual again Guess what? They're going to remember the previous conflict being resolved in a women's situation. They'll be more likely to work with you next time. Um, and that this will result in better long-term outcomes for you. But if you keep seeing conflicts as dangerous and engage in your emotional brain rather than your logical brain, you're more likely to go into a fight-or-flight response and you're going to stand your ground or you're going to run away each time uh, without resolving the conflict. And that might... Um, not do you much good in the long run. So think about it. Can you see it as an opportunity or do you always see it as a danger? Um, and try to see things as an opportunity so that 
you can resolve it with a positive mindset. So working in a hospital setting, uh, and particularly for, for doctors, liaising with various other health professionals, there's a real benefit in them becoming better at conflict management. Yes, if you look at most good leaders, they don't see conflicts as a danger to themselves, not a danger to their ego, not a danger to their positions. They see conflicts as an opportunity for exchange of ideas, exchange of goals, and to an opportunity for people to come together and work um, towards the goals they want, even though it might be quite different, it might be not the similar goals, but often than not, you can actually resolve conflict by finding a common approach so that you don't have to go into that fight or flight response. Dr. Chen, thanks for your time today. All right, thank you, Matt.